Hello survivors and welcome to First Aid Spray, a Resident Evil podcast by fans for fans. This is episode 45 and in this edition we compete for the title of Master of Nonsense Trivia and choose your own adventure tomfoolery. To celebrate the finale of season 3, it's Trivia Challenge Round 3. My name is Sai and joining me on the panel this week, keeping damn buzzed about the incoming Welcome to Raccoon City release, it's Mr. KDB aka Kelsey. Hello. The real reason we're doing this quiz is to distract him from the fact he didn't get into the Elden Ring beta. Oh, it's Moist Owlet, aka James. Wow. Sorry. Wow. wow. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Oh, shit. We're releasing him as the definitive edition. That is to say, a bunch of songs are missing, and he looks like he's standing in front of a funhouse wacky mirror. This joke is too topical to last, but from Serial Lock 64, it's Jordan Sugru. Hi. <laughs> If he wins the Trivia Challenge crown, he's certain to pawn it off and buy an Oculus to play Resident Evil 4 VR. Nobody tell him it's a metaphorical crown. It's Boy Wonder Adam. i got to get a PC as well. (laughs) Fresh off the back of guiding Resident Evil, the board game Kickstarter backers through the Spencer Mansion and writing a scene where Barry Burton shoots the tyrant off of the side of a goddamn helicopter. I'm still marking out. From Steamforge Games, it's Sherwin Matthews. Hello all. I'm tired. <laughs> it's I'm still a, very, very tired. It's been a long month. And our host for today's proceedings, he knows too much about things of very little significance, and we love him for it. It's Fire Button Steve Valance. Hello, everyone. This episode of First Aid Spray, like all others, was recorded live on our Discord server. Enter our little world of survival horror now to hear the show early and unedited, as well as join our wonderful community and keep up to date with all of the latest news. You can find a link to the server, as well as all our social media profiles, at our website, fasprayPod.com. You can also help the show by checking out our merch, or by supporting us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month, with various tiers, each with their own perks. Head over to patreon.com forward slash FASpraypod for a full list and the chance to create bonus first aid spray content. So a little bit of housekeeping before we uh, roll into the first of a seven-man pod, so this should be interesting indeed. I'll just keep it light. The latest episode of Now That's What I Call Survival Horror is out publicly. Kelsey's top ten tracks from Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. Again, as I previously stated, it's the longest and certainly most controversial episode of the series, so please check that out if you haven't, and there's another one of those in the pipeline coming very soon. And meanwhile, over on our YouTube, we recorded a playthrough of the Resident Evil 1, the board game demo. Uh, Myself, Steve and James went through that, so check that out if you haven't watched that as well. Of course, it gives a good overview of the new dynamics for that game and such. Uh, So yeah, check that out if you're intrigued. The board game Kickstarter finished literally a couple of days ago, but late pledges will be open uh, some weeks from now. We don't have an exact date, but keep your eyes on Steamforged's social media in case you've missed the board game and are interested in that. Meanwhile, you can late pledge now. Uh, the pledge manager won't open for a little bit. Oh, well, there you go then. I stand corrected. You can late pledge immediately. Is that done via the website or via Kickstarter? If you go to the Kickstarter, it should give you a button to do it, but you can find it on the Steamforge website as well. Cool. All right, well, let's roll on to the news. So our first bit of news then is that Resident Evil 4 VR is now available for purchase online. We haven't really done much coverage of this, really, have we? Uh, because, you know, being kind of locked to Oculus Quest 2, I don't think any of us have had a chance to play it. But, you know, from immediate release response seems to be fairly positive. Um, I've seen a lot of people pretty excited about some of the changes in the way that the game has been adapted to, you know, uh, 
make make it fun in VR just to mix it up you know the way the puzzles have been changed and stuff like that um Jordan you're a big fan of RE4 is this interesting to you what have you what's your take on it so far obviously as I say I don't think any of us have played it but just from sort of seeing the reaction what's your interest in it I absolutely would be playing it right now if it wasn't for the fact that it's tied to Oculus Quest 2 yeah Uh, I have an Oculus Quest 1 I have a VR PC um I have an Oculus Link but I still can't play it. So I'm still chomping at the bit, but mm. it looks it looks fantastic. I mean, uh, you know, VR has come very far, especially in the last few years, and there's a certain competency, especially with first-person shooters. Um, the level of interactivity there kind of offers something that goes beyond simply just sort of standing in one place and pointing forwards. Uh, there's a lot of aspects that you can use for exploration and obviously... Resident Evil 4 is great for that. Mm. So I was most surprised by the fact that they did a full game uh, VR remake. I thought it was going to be maybe something of a vertical slice of, you know, each area. And yeah, just like maybe maybe something more like Mercenaries. Uh, But no, I I I think, you know, credit to obviously the the team at Oculus that has obviously worked on this and and adapted this. Um, It looks solid. I just wish it was... You, you know available for a greater player base yeah i agree completely i was um vaguely interested at first but seeing everyone's sort of reaction to it and the good time they're having with it maybe really want to try it out it's i don't have any vr stuff in my house uh, but if i buy something it's probably not going to be an oculus quest 2 let's face it but you know, fingers crossed that it comes wider. It's Resident Evil 4, so maybe that's just me, but I have some expectation that it's going to come to more VR stuff eventually down the line because it's Resident Evil 4. You know, you can't have a console without Resident Evil 4, and it would be odd to have a version locked to, you know, a particular VR. Adam, I know you were super keen on this one. Uh, is the excitement still high, or have you tried to keep away from it? No, uh, it's definitely still high. Um, it's just a case of, getting the equipment the stuff, i i yeah. would need i would need to get you know uh everything so mm-hmm. i don't re- i don't have like a gaming pc or anything like that i don't really have anything so it's definitely like a pipe dream for me but like that i love that game obviously you know so it's something i definitely want and i'm interested in and also because i don't have boobs i won't be hurting myself <laughs> which is nice yeah um, that's, that's i don't know thing. if you hurt yeah yeah, um, that that's one of the of the game. Apparently, to, to get your knife or anything, you have to like grab your chest or put your hand by your chest. And a lot of women are reporting they're punching themselves in the boobs. <laughs> yes, that's a that's apparently a thing. Uh, what, what, the other thing that's a thing, like for in terms of like a super fan of this game, that you'll I'm sure appreciate. I mean, you know, just for VR, it's cool to be inside the world and get a closer look at everything, right? I mean those of us who have played any VR, in particular RE7 VR, where you can get really close to textures and read notes and stuff. They actually went through some of the stuff and made new textures and remade, remade textures completely that were really rough, which is really cool. Like, uh, as yeah, Jordan said, awesome. they've, they've really put the work in here. Like, as you said, you know, they very easily could have just dropped the village section at the beginning and just go, this is the game, it's just like a tech demo. But nope, they went through the, the whole, well, the core game at least, not separate ways and stuff, but... So and yeah, gone and actually updated a bunch of stuff. James, you're a you're a PC gamer. Um, I don't know if you have any Oculus stuff. Would you be interested in this, providing it came to probably a more affordable or more widespread platform than Oculus? Uh, yeah, since we've covered that, like just quickly, yeah, I I don't I don't have a PC ready, uh, well a VR right. ready PC right now. 
Um, I will probably in the next year. Um, like it, it's very difficult for me with any system, whether it be VR or not, to get a system purely for one game, mm. like one or two games. But it does look like a lot of fun. Like it, it's got the. It looks like from what the videos I've seen, it looks like it's it's got the spirit of RE4, um, and just elevated it a few levels. Um, yeah, <laughs> other than the the boob punching <laughs> and stuff, like yeah, it does look a lot of fun. Like I was speaking to Cat on um, on Twitter about it. <laughs> she said to me that she was punching her boobs all the time, like <laughs> she, when she was playing that game. So yeah, um, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, but it it does it does look fun. Like it'd be super cool to. I've always been interested in like you can grab knife, you can use knife, mm. you can throw grenade. You know, and that game really lends itself towards that kind of gameplay. Right. Uh, just just with what it is, with its fixed camera and stuff. Uh, when it comes to the the the, the third person perspective, mm. yeah, um, I'm really excited for it. But I think for me, it's going to be at least another year or two before I even delve into VR at all. I mean, I just I I just I just sponge off other people's VR headsets <laughs> at their houses to right. play Beat Saber. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, can relate to that. I um I honestly think it will be. As I say, I think it probably will come to other VR platforms, but I can't imagine it will be for a few years. I, you know, there must be some extent of like exclusivity to the Oculus for this. If it, it, I mean, it might technically be forever. You know, I might be barking up the wrong tree, but um, it'll at least be for a, a couple of years, I think, before it comes to anything. If it ever does, I mean, the footage has obviously been great. The thing is, the the people that are playing this in VR now are pretty well versed in VR. And uh, the, the thing is, if you have the space for it, especially with something like the Quest, which is standalone, um, you you can you can be John Wick if you want. You can run around, you can roll around your house and do all those kind of like you know trick shots and everything. And you can do that in Resident Evil Four. So I have seen uh, you know people who have obviously heavily rehearsed their kind of routine for you know doing a roll and then going straight into a headshot and all of that kind of stuff. And it looks great. Um, it, it's not something, obviously, I expect to be able to do um, <laughs> if I was playing it in VR. But the the kind of level of freedom being given to a game that everybody knows so well, it's just so strange. Um, the mm. other aspect of, uh, you know, an experience that people have with this game is that, obviously, the fact of the matter is it's in VR. You're not necessarily used to seeing these characters up so close and personal. Um, and with a lot of VR experiences, it can be quite strange because... They're at eye level with you. They're the same size as you. Mm. And um, I, I've heard a lot of stories of people sort of reloading a save. Because obviously it's a lo large game. They turn around when they load their save. And there is Ashley like standing right next to them. Just looking up. At them. <laughs> and, how, and how freaky an experience that is. Especially for a lot of people who I presume haven't necessarily played a lot of sort of uh, story based. Or more substantial VR mm. kind of experiences. Mm. I mean... The closest thing I have played is uh, Pavlov, and that's kind of freaky because if if you've got like AI soldiers kind of like coming around the corner with a gun, like it it feels very sort of surreal. It's not it's not like say target practice or something like that. So I can imagine that Resident Evil Four has a whole new sort of level of terror to it now that it's up close and personal. And yes. I haven't even watched any footage of regenerators yet. Yeah, that's true. I haven't seen that, but I did see our friend uh, Kai from Ink Ribbon. Uh, shooting the Del Lago out of the lake, and that thing coming at you in VR must be absolutely terrifying. 
Uh, our next story, Resident Evil 7 has sold over 10 million copies and we have the latest Resident Evil sales info. Yeah, so what I'll quickly just uh, do, I guess, is read the top five. Um, so this on, on both individual and overall. So obviously Resident Evil 7 is number one and continues to be uh, the best-selling game in the series in terms of a single release, 10.2, as Steve said, million copies. Um, what's also happened of note is that, as we all expected, Resident Evil 2 Remake has shot up now and is now higher than Resident Evil 5, uh, 8.9 million. Uh, Resident Evil 5 Resident Evil 6 both have 8 million each. And Resident Evil 4 is currently, and we're about uh, six months since release, I think, something like that. Uh, it's on 4.8 million. So that is, you know, doing really, really well in its first six months. So continue to see that trending upwards. Uh, and, well, I mean, it almost certainly will overtake 5 and 6 before long, I think. Um, and Resident Evil 2 Remake will probably go up a little bit further as well. Um, in terms of the overall, it's quite interesting as well. Because, of course, when you say RE5 has 8 million, that is referring to the original Xbox 360 and PS3 versions and not the other SKUs as well from later releases. So in terms of overall, uh, RE2 Remake is 8.9, same again because it's only just come out. RE7, 10.2, same again. RE6 is on 10.3 in third place. RE4 is the second best-selling title with so many ports at 11. And RE5 is still king, 12.6 overall sales of every release that it's had. That being said, again, you look at RE7 there and it's 10.2 million in, what are we out now, coming up on five years? It's only got 2 million to get to the top, which it almost certainly will do, I think. Uh, is 7 out on PS5 and Xbox Series X yet? Have they done like a double pack on that console? Because, you know, if they haven't, when they do, I think that's going to make a difference. Yeah, well. there isn't one yet, but we all know Capcom, there will probably be one. Almost, yeah, so... Yeah. What's funny is seven is currently on Game Pass, and that so people download it and play it, and it doesn't count as a sale, which oh, interesting. is interesting to note. Hmm. Fair enough, uh, Kelsey. What do you think of the overall sort of layout of these releases with you know RE Seven retaining the crown, but I think everything around it equally is interesting. Yeah, the, like RE Seven, I think gen generally, generally everyone knows it's a great game. I think word got around probably after Village, which you know gives it another spike here and there. Um, it's, I have no sort of complaints about that, thinking it's the best-selling one. I think that's amazing, and it's a really, really great game. It's so ironic when you consider it's the game that doesn't really feature any of the other characters, and mm. yet that's like the biggest complaint from the fan community. Uh, so, yeah, it's really, really interesting, but it's a great game. kind of deserves to be up there. Um, I'm sure Village, once they release an edition with DLC as well, sure. that's going to spike again. Um Although it's funny, I, I sort of softened on Village a little bit. I thought it might have sold a bit more, but it's still pretty impressive, I guess. Nearly five million in as sort of short a time that it has. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I always come back to that interesting point. And it's funny looking at six all the way up there. I still think six sell, sold so much because of this, you know, this popularity of four and five. And oh then, yeah, sure. You know, the series changed, so it's sort of an odd, odd placement. But yeah, no kind of. Uh, I think the list is pretty fair in terms of the games. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting about Seven because it really has, um, in many ways, been a success in terms of what they set out to do to kind of, if you want to call it a soft reboot, but more like a mm. brand new entry point for people that might look at a series like Resident Evil that's been around 25 years and be kind of put off not knowing where to start, whereas Seven is most certainly intended for 
people of all levels of different experience with Resident Evil, including none. Um, you know, Village bouncing off of that is, is one indication of that. But the fact that it's done so well because so many people would have played it who haven't necessarily played a Resident Evil game before. So, of course, that is why, you know, a big contributing factor to, I think, its success on the top there. Uh, Steve, what are your thoughts yeah. on this sort of updated list? I, I, I'm, I'm kind of just uh, not to meld both the previous topic and this one. I'm kind of wondering if RE5 gets a VR version because VR is co-op capable. Sure. Would that mean it's going to then soar even further <laughs> to the top of the board again? Uh, but overall, like, I'm really impressed with Village, uh, with, well, Seven having such staying power and the fact that Village, I mean, I think it's not done yet. Mm. You know, um, it's still year one for Village. But no, uh, as a soft reboot of the series, you can't really say, you know, it's doing badly to be in the top four already. Uh, the thing that's puzzling me is looking at the overall wide scores of it. I, I, I find it hard to believe that the uh, the Resident Evil 1 remake has uh, got less sales overall than the Resident Evil 3 one, especially considering the community backlash and the, uh, the darling nature of the original remake. Mm. Uh, otherwise, no, it's just, it's great to see. You know, I, I think it's a direction that's worth treading in. I know people are, uh, you know, a little bit softer than they were on the first person they used to be, but it still has its lot of detractors. So the fact that it's still going is great. Whether it, It's uh, going to keep going as well. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. These I don't numbers just, are to go by. Yeah. I, I, part of me kind of, I'm on the camp that I, I'm fine with it if it does, but I would obviously prefer it to be third person again. Or, you know, even fix camera again. But I definitely see RE9. It's still going to be a first-person game as a result. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, yeah. I think you guys are right about Village in the sense that with, you know, with DLC coming and there are probably people out there that are holding off so that they can play it on current-gen systems that they don't have yet because the availability of those consoles is, you know, still not, you know, ideal. Um, so that will certainly help over time. There's And Kelsey, you kind of, touched on it with Resident Evil 6 selling so well off the back of the success of 4 and 5 that's definitely something that I learned when I was sort of um, bumbling around the music industry is that it's often the case where a release will come out and it's widely lauded and then the one that comes out after that does equally as well in terms of sales numbers no matter what people think of the actual quality Um, and obviously that I think perhaps some sales of Resident Evil 3 Remake were people that just played Resident Evil 2 Remake and were just excited for another one of those. And obviously it's slightly mm. different. And, the, you know, the reaction is up and down. But I think it did... I'm not saying its sales are just based on the quality of another game, but people probably bought it because they're like, oh, I really love the last one. I'm just going to immediately invest in it. So that's probably why um, it did initially okay uh, and has kind of petered out since. Yeah, I, I got, it's, it's nice to see the original RE1, RE2 like smacked in the middle there i feel like because numbers were kind of taken in in a different way back then mm. like in still are like i feel like those numbers aren't exactly accurate right. um but it's cool to see them there like um and re like remake 2 being that high that's awesome like it deserves it like it's it's a great game um but re7 is the real king here like that i think that one's gonna that one's going to keep bumping up. And then, yeah, as you guys have said, like Village, uh, I cannot wait. Of course, there's probably going to be more videos are going to be coming about that when the DLC drops from Yep. Um, but yeah, Village, when that DLC drops, that is just going to keep climbing. I mean, it, what's it been now? Like seven months? Six months? Six months. It came out in May, didn't it? So it's Man, really only been... five million. That's yeah, only mental. six months. Yeah. 
That that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I, can't, I I also can't believe RE five is that high, but like I didn't like RE five um, as much as a lot. Of, I still like it, but I didn't like 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 it as much as the others. But it's, yeah, it's cool to see up there. And I I agree with you as well. I think RE six did so well. One because it came after RE five and RE four, but also because the marketing for that game was really good. True. True. That's um, very true. Like I mean, I wasn't around the Resident Evil fandom when RE6 was being marketed, but damn, did I know about it. Mm. Like, man, they, they went hard on the marketing. Almost, like, as hard, I feel, like, with Village. I feel out of all of these, I mean, you guys might disagree, but I think Village has been the hardest marketed and most successfully marketed um, out of all of these these games. Yeah, I'd be inclined to agree with that. I had several people that I know that aren't necessarily Resident Evil fans messaging me, asking me about it before it came out, and uh, just about Lady D, right? Exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But just in general, it's like, oh, I keep seeing it on my TV, and I'm really interested. Yeah. You think I'll like it, kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah, you know, that's again, as I say, the success of these new games that are trying to go for, you know, some new fans, bring some new fans, and say it's, you know, now's a great time to start. Um, obviously, succeeding in that. I think that the reason Seven does so well is I think that it's kind of like a sleeper almost hmm. where where a lot of people didn't play it and, and were instantly like I don't want to do the the first person thing. Sure. A lot of people a lot of people came to that game later than they did a lot of the other games. And I think that with the success of Village, a lot of people probably went back and was like, what else can I play that's kind of current gen? Mm. So hmm. seven is an obvious one to play. Um, because yeah. it's, you know, first person as well. Um, so it's actually kind of, I think, dragging a lot of people back into to that game. Mm. And Right, that's true. I think, it'll, I think as, as, as everything else climbs, I think 7 will steadily go up and up in terms of people kind of discovering it. A lot of people were probably like, oh, I didn't really pay attention when it came out or... Mm. It's not like it wasn't like a big advertised thing. I know for us it's huge, but it was kind of like a weird genre game um, back yeah. when Call of Duty was king and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's yeah, a I, that's a great point. I just yeah, because obviously without spoilers, you get to a certain point in Village. If you haven't played Seven, you see something and you go, "Oh, interesting! I need to go back and you right. know, get context for this." But Sherwin, go ahead. Yeah, I, thanks. I think. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think there's a lot... If you were to play kind of... If you're a gamer, the average run-of-the-mill gamer, and you're used to playing Call of Duty in your mum's basement for a long period of time, <laughs> I think when you, you look at something like a Resident Evil game, one of the original ones, and we've all heard exactly what it is. Oh, God, these camera angles. Oh, God, what do you mean I can't carry everything I want? Oh, what is this? Tank controls. Yeah, that sort of crap. And there's a lot of people who don't like, who are non-Resident Evil fans. Because for us, it's a very different narrative. It's a very different way we approach and interact with these games. I think the path, if you're a more uh, average PC gamer, or, or any gamer these days, Resident Evil, like, you know, Resident Evil 4 upwards all have significantly more appeal because they are much more like a template that you can understand and play with and understand what you're doing. Mm. And I think that's the crucial point as to why it is that those games just continue in popularity because, you know, they're, they're just much more accessible, much more easier to sit down and play. They're much easier to blast yeah. through. Um, even, like, even I, what I found really interesting is 
seeing um, Nicole playing uh, the voice actress for Jill playing Resident Evil and, and failing quite utterly playing it. You know, she died a whole bunch of time and that's going to be walked through it by a lot of people. And loads of people in our chat are going, oh, well, you see, normal mode in this game is a like hard mode and everything else. And I'm thinking, it's really not. Mm. It's just the way that you're interacting with it because you're not understanding the way that Resident Evil games used to be versus what mm. they are now. Not used and to I it. Think that's, and I, I think that's the... I think it's the key point. Like, so that's probably why. Yeah, RE. It's, it's he has said it's remarkable that RE two remake and RE three remake have got to where they are. But I can sort of see those ones sort of hitting that point, petering out a bit because they simply aren't that relatable. Or not other average gamers who aren't in that Resident Evil sphere probably won't bounce back to those. Mm-hmm. Whereas exactly what you just said. Someone who played RE8 because they got so bought into it all went, oh my god, this is incredible. I'll go back to RE7 because that is effectively what you just said. It's the next release, except they can't buy the next release now. So I'll buy the previous one, which is very much similar. So that has the bounce on effect and suddenly everyone starts playing that through. Um, yeah, and, and it might well be that there's a whole bunch of people who you know kind of do like Call of Duty and so on who will play RE5 or RE6 because that's similar sort of focus to it. Mm. Um I think that's generally where I land on most of these things, which is a shame because, well, shame for if you're an old school Resident Evil fan. But at the same time, we all have different estimations of what RE is anyway. Sure. You know, the interesting point is, is there's a whole bunch of gamers out there. Their first experience of Resident Evil is Vintage. And for mm-hmm. them, Resident Evil, the old games, are nothing like what they think Resident Evil is, which is super cool. So, Yeah, totally. I think considering 7 is... Um obviously quite sort of a drastic change from you know the previous mainline entry um to do as well as it has it's probably pulled from you know quite a few different sort of directions you know people having played village and wanting to go back to seven um it, you know it kind of came in the sort of like the late stage of of the previous gen so you had a pretty good install base i also think that it has a bit of a, a unique aspect to it because it's the only game on the list uh that's vr um and mm. while i wouldn't usually say that you know the vr crowd has kind of a big sort of attach base i think by the time that uh seven had released uh psvr had already sold about a million units um mm. so you've you've got uh all of these different people that, that own uh, vr headsets and here is a game that is fully fledged vr experience from from beginning to end it's not a little demo and not real right it was experiment or anything it was very and, much one of if not the only game that was like a full game that you could play in vr wasn't it rather than just a vr experience like absolutely so it already kind of also had this bonus almost kind of exclusive market to itself um of people who were buying into uh, vr at that time as well as obviously then the subsequent months after release where I, this is just a guess, but I imagine it was a very popular bundle pick for PS4 plus VR plus Resident mm. Evil Seven uh, purchases mm. at, at shops and stuff. So it's got it's it's got a unique aspect that probably other games obviously aren't going to be able to reach. Um, so I look at those numbers and I, I take into account there's quite a lot of factors that lead to that. But what I can tell from uh, you know especially sort of the last decade of Resident Evil releases is that there's a pretty consistent pattern and there's a pretty consistent standard for uh, sales expectations. There, there seems to be a minimum threshold of what you expect to sell. Um, you know, bar, mm-hmm. you know, likes of Revelations, they're hitting at least 4 million mm-hmm. um, and then climbing from there. And it's, it's really just depends on 
what kind of staying power they have, uh, whether or not they kind of finish it around, uh, you, you know, six million to you know upwards to about ten million. But yeah, it's 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 obviously it's healthy, um, and I think even with the the uh, titles that sort of you know go through a slower uh, progression with their sales, uh, like. Resident Evil 3 Remake, I, I feel like there's quite a few reasons for that. I mean, that obviously, it was a shorter campaign. Um, some might argue that it probably would have been better off if it was sort of a two-pack with Resident Evil 2. Um, and obviously it had its own sort of um, attached uh, online mode, which is, is either extra value or it's a lesser mm. value. Um, mm. So I, I think that obviously... That to me feels like part of an explanation for why those numbers kind of slowed to a degree. Mm. All right, that's the news. So let's roll into the main topic of this episode, which is Trivia Challenge Round 3. And now, reading the file, an email to an acquaintance from Resident Evil 5... Same James, who you can find on Casting Call Club as Same James. Hey, I know this is sudden, but I'm going to be getting some time off soon. We completed most of our work on the new project. Sorry, you know I can't talk about work. So they're giving us some time off as a reward for all our hard work. All the staff are leaving tomorrow, and we'll finally be getting out of this country. I'm heading straight back to Arizona. I can't wait to get home and see everyone. More than that, I think I would just be happy to get away from the high and mighty Miguel. Guy thinks he's some sort of super genius. Miguel's a guy that sits next to me at work. And he's a good researcher and all, don't get me wrong. He's got some good ideas, and is good at noticing details. But every time he opens his mouth, he just goes on and on about how great he is. You can't even begin to imagine what torture it is to hear that day in, day out. I wish we made a sedative I could give him. But forget all that. What matters is I should be back home within the next few days. When I get back, I'll give you a call. We gotta go out and get smashed. I could use the break. Talk to you soon. Ryan. Alright, well, it's the end of Season 3 of First Aid Spray, so we are going to sort of end this in a way that's kind of become tradition, I suppose, which is the quiz. It's the way that we ended the last two seasons, and every time the winner of the previous quiz has gone on to be the writer of the next. So Steve, I think rather famously kind of wiped the floor with us at the end of Season 2. So he has the unenviable task of writing this year's season-closing quiz, and I believe there's a choose-your-own-adventure involved as well. Steve, basically I'm going to pass the the hosting duties over to you for the rest of the show, so uh, no pressure. I'm sure it'll be fine. But here we go. I'll mess it up. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the first train wreck live. First day spray. Okay, okay, so this quiz is going to be three rounds. Uh, the, it's going to be a free for all for the first round, and then I'll explain it as we oh get to the second goodness. and third. All right. Uh, so what I want you to do when you have an answer is make some kind of proclamation. I don't know, say buzz <laughs> or say your name. You know, you decide this very quickly, and then we'll roll straight into it. And it's just there's no multiple choices or anything. It's just basic trivia, so you should be fine. I have complete faith in you. Okay? (laughs) When you say proclamation, you mean a line from Resident Evil 1, right? I would prefer something single... I would prefer a single word and loud, but... (laughs) Whatever, something so I can track the scores. 
Uh, also, uh, I will not say when. There are a handful of trick questions. <gasps> because I Devilish. am me. The drama. <laughs> so are we I'm all... be triggered by this. <laughs> <laughs> are we comfortable? Are we ready? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. That's the spirit. Pretend this okay. is true. <laughs> so, first round of the Resident Evil Trivia Challenge 2021 edition. Let's go. Question one. Okay, question one. Let's play it safe and start with something easy. In the 1996 version of Resident Evil, how many typewriters are there? ADB. Yep. Nine. Nine? You you just said your own name. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. buzzer. I, that's my buzzer. You're so arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> was, that just a, was that just a straight guess? Because that is not the answer I have on the board. Sorry. Uh, it was... It, it was well, a guess because I right. thought this is okay. this is a num- yeah, 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 this is right. a number sorry, question. Sorry. I thought sorry, how you yeah. not such, at least have a go. Such determined affirmation. <laughs> I thought have I got my own information wrong. So say no, it's the truth, and then see whether he gives you the point. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's nice. I just played I, I last night and I counted when I did. Right, okay, it, so okay, okay. Anyone? Any other takers? Ten. Sorry. I was like six, maybe. Close. Figures. Five. Right, I thought we were doing the call out first Come and on. then the answer. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. Sandwich, uh, and everyone else actually said the answer. Is my answer? That's he said. Decide what you want as a call out. Mine is the answer. Uh, <laughs> this is okay. Right. So uh, the emoji not... system I proposed. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> none of you all again a point. It was seven. There's three in the mansion, one in the guardhouse, two in the underground, and one in the lab. Oh, that's right. Uh, isn't there one on the back of the jewel case as well, though? So that would be eight. What typewriter? Yeah, on the actual case of the game. Oh, <laughs> oh come on. I, I, I am not Hideo Kojima. This come is on, count. Kojima, yeah. The streets <laughs> remember the back of the box. <laughs> okay, all right. It's still all to play for, unsurprisingly. Question two. In the original Resident Evil 3, with no finger in sight, what weapon can kill Nemesis dead once and for all? Sai. Mm-hmm. Paracelsus's sword. Wrong. Oh. AB. <laughs> yes. The giant laser. Wrong. Oh, Next. I Adam. Uh, Jill Valentine. Sherwin. <laughs> Magnum. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, guns don't kill people. People kill people. So I was right. <laughs> <laughs> Question three: In the 2002 remake of Resident Evil, what brand are the handgun bullets? Psy. Wolf mm-hmm. something. <laughs> Wrong. Is that, that sounds familiar? Eddie B with another guess. Yes. Kendo. Wrong. <laughs> Damn. Oh wait! Anyway, well, I know what it the, is Welcome now. to this podcast where we know what we're talking about, but don't. <laughs> <laughs> if no one else, uh, can I just try not for the point? But is it's maximum? Wait, 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 wait. It? Let's do this properly. Wait a second. Sherwin. Now say sorry. Maximum something. I know that. Maximum carnage. I don't know. Uh, no, is it not? Uh, so, I, I'm going to just I'm going to just give this one to nobody and say that uh, they're magazines and clips. There's no brand on the box. Oh, books. oh <laughs> you are This is evil. So and so. Okay, so right. You all could have been right. <laughs> I mean, so far we're four. We're about to be on fourth questions in, and we're not doing bad. One point between the team. Um, right. <laughs> question four: Professional vehicle smasher Leon Kennedy is notorious for destroying any mode of transportation he has a habit of operating. 
In game, canonically, name a vehicle he has operated and not broken. <laughs> Moist. Yes. Adam. The jet ski. Yes, that's right. James gets oh, one. Yes. Well done. <laughs> nice one. I get that. Do you, know, Sorry, you know, do you know why I got that? Because it's moist. No, I'll tell you why. Because, because your name is one syllable and mine is two, so I'm already at a different <laughs> Okay, question five. In Resident Evil 2 and its respective remake, where do our heroes stumble upon a gigantic crocodile? Sigh. Boy. KDB. Uh, I think I heard sigh just before KDB. Sewer. Wrong, KDB. What? Uh, the the rubbish tip thing, you know, where all the garbage is. Wrong. Showing. What? Is the answer going to be you don't run into it, you run away from it? Is that what the answer is? No, 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 no. It's not that kind of evil. That's <laughs> uh, uh Wrong. Oh, interesting. Uh, I'll give you what I give next best to buzz in a go and then I'll tell you. Okay, no, cool. Uh, you don't. It's an alligator. Oh my yeah. god! Oh my god. Yes, <laughs> I'm impressed with that. Okay, uh, um, I'm getting right. the trick questions out of the way early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there may or may not be more of them. Uh, question six: In the reimagining of Resident Evil Two, who shot William Birkin? And in relation, is to blame for the domino effect of the Raccoon City incident, the downfall of Umbrella, and for causing easily the worst first day in the history of being a policeman? Sigh. Under Adam. Uh, uh, Sorry. Martinez. Yes, I get a point. Okay. Sorry, Adam. You were just pipped at the post. I would have got it wrong anyway, so I don't care. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, this one's pretty easy, the next one. Uh, question seven. What Claire Redfield exclusive weapon was controversially not included in Resident Evil? KDB. KDB. The crossbow. Uh, it's a bit It's a bit, odd, bit dodgy, but I'll allow it. It's the bow gun. Um oh. No, no yeah, I'll, I'll allow that one. Uh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> Question eight. The shotgun, a quintessential weapon for the typical zombie-infested job, requires ammunition. What is the name brand established from Resident Evil 4 to Revelations 2 and its many games in between? It's in the name brand for shotgun shells. Sorry. ADB. Mm-hmm. Steel Boy. Uh, it's close, but not the right answer, sorry. Ah. Nobody knows it. Mm. Hey, it's okay. on the tip of my tongue, but I can't think of it. Have a guess, Adam. Go for it. It is still something. It's still rain? I'm afraid not. The answer is heavy field. Heavy? Oh, my God. I was completely is wrong. Steel Boy is uh, RE7 onwards. Is that right? It is. That is correct. Oh, okay. Washi, yeah. There are no points for guessing the wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question nine. In the Resident Evil canon, how many space orbital weapons have we seen deployed? You know, those Ooh. big old scary beams of light that kill people. Boy Wonder. Boy Wonder, go for it. Three. Right. Yes. The, the answer is the Regia Solis from Revelations, the Shango satellite laser from Resident Evil 5, and the unnamed Chinese laser from Dead Aim. Um, yeah, you don't need to tell me. I obviously know. Yeah. <laughs> well, for the listener, I thought I would, you know, elaborate further. Okay. A complete guess. <laughs> I also like the way you complain about your name having too many syllables and then do it in a way that adds another one on top Boy of it. Boy wonder, yeah. <laughs> Question 10. The very often disputed best character in Resident Evil 
Steve Burnside, does many adventurous and superheroic feats in the original Code Veronica. With that in mind, what is his first on-screen kill? Boy Wonder. Yeah, go for it. His dignity. <laughs> it's close, but it's not the answer on the card. Moist. Oh. Yes. Claire's heart. Um, again, it's close, but not on the card. Sigh. Yes. Bandersnatch? Yes. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were having fun here. Ty is a massive Steve fan. Leave yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fully invested now because I'm in the lead. So. <laughs> yeah. This is getting serious. Okay, right. Uh, and I call back to an earlier question. In question, question 11, sorry. Blah, 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 blah. Um, in which game do our heroes actually face crocodiles? ADB. Yes. RE5? Correct. Yes. Right. Yes, that is the way it should be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this, this one, you know, there is a member of our team who should know this off by heart and go straight for it, and I'll be gutted if they don't. Question 12. Barry Burton, connoisseur of magnums and the OG Lord of Dad Puns, has offered to adopt two girls over the course of the series. What are their names? Oh, my God. ADB. Go for it. Polly. And... Uh, God, what's the other one? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's sweet that he wants to adopt his own daughter and another one. <laughs> But, oh, no, sorry. sorry maybe I misunderstood the question. Yeah, no, he, uh, he has offered to adopt two daughters over the course of the series. Sight. Yep. Uh, Natalia and Lucina. Mm -hmm. mm. uh, that's so close. Oh, I'll allow it. It's, it's Lucia. Lucia. Uh, yeah. Fair. Right. Better get brushed that's... up on that guide knowledge, guys. Uh, yeah. Come on. Guide is <laughs> a fantastic game. We, we, we highly rate it at first aid break time. Um, we have towers right. now. We do now. <laughs> For the sake of this moment. Where's my tower? <laughs> In the actually best Resident Evil CGI offering, 4D Executor, what causes Dr. Cameron's mutation? Adam. Yes, Adam. Um, some kind of virus from Resident <laughs> Evil. I mean, it, it's, it's about as vague as the answer, but unfortunately I can't allow that one. Uh, moist. Yes, moist. A virus, but less vague. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, the T virus. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, the A so... through Z virus. <laughs> any, any other takers? Any other brave souls? Oh, I haven't seen it in like 20 years. Uh, show it. Yeah. A mutagenic a toxin. Answer was an experimental T virus cure slash vaccine. Okay. Oh damn it, so close. Yes, I know. Am I right? Check on the cereal box to make sure he's still alive. All of us were right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are we all ready? No. Mm-hmm. That's the story. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Okay. Question 14. Ark Thompson, over the course of his mission on China Island, listens in on a pre-recorded message of Vincent Goldman's mother, telling him to, and I quote, Leave Umbrella and stop performing those terrible crimes and just come home. Who, unfortunately, is also listening to this message? Oh, God, what's his name? Uh, Sai. Mm-hmm. Andy something. 
What's his surname? In his name isn't Andy. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm afraid it is not Andy. <laughs> oh damn! What am I thinking then? Don't know. Okay, KDB. That's that's a good guess, but sadly it's not. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll, I'll give this one. The that, I didn't realize these questions are going to be so hard. Jeez. Uh, right. This, the, the answer is Lily Klein, the sister. Oh, of the okay. Lot. Andy is the name what? of the character I'm thinking of, right? Andy is the creepy, is, uh, the creepy dude. dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah the, what you mean, Steve, when you say you didn't know it'd be so hard is you're like thinking we're all chumps because you knew all the answers. Or <laughs> yeah. all right, question fifteen. Much like the original Resident Evil Three. If you knocked Nemesis to the ground hard enough, he would carelessly toss his loot leg and luggage at you. In the reimagining, in the reimagining, taking him on his knee, how many times does he drop loot? Adam. ADB. Adam. Three. Three? No, I'm afraid not. KDB? Five. Uh, no, I'm afraid not. Moist. Moist? Six? Uh, no, I'm afraid not. <laughs> no. Can I go again? It's got to be four then, right? <laughs> uh, yes, it is four. I'll give you that one, Adam. Uh... What? Two guesses? That's not fair. That's right. Oh, There's damn. No that, well, I can't give it anyone else now. No. Oh, all right, okay. It's okay, yeah, Dan. No you're one, okay. Though. You're doing great. Yeah, yeah. Did you... Right, right, okay. For, for the sake of the rest of this quiz, no more second guesses. You know, well, at least for this round, no more second guesses. Um, <laughs> but I'll let that point stand. Oh, quiz master. That's three. right. Alright, question 16. Resident Evil 6 can be considered a chaotic mess quite a lot of the time, not unlike this quiz. What with Simmons, Carla, the Ustinac chaos, and all manner of C-virus connected via weaponry? With that being said, what is Helena Harper's sister's name? Sai. Mm -hmm. It's not that, it's Deborah. Oh, yes, that's correct. My favourite cool. game! See, I was trying to jog and you could get to that <laughs> Go by Debbie. Yeah. Can I be uh, a? Can I be grandfathered into the second guessing, or am I not allowed to do it as well? Just check. <laughs> okay. Question seventeen. Canonically, how many stars members' deaths are not inside the Spencer Estate grounds? Huh. Eighty B. Yep. Is it one? Incorrect. Adam. Adam. Is it four? Incorrect. Moist, complete guess, three. That's right. Hey! Edward, Edward dies on the train, the Ecliptic Express. Joseph oh, dies outside the mansion grounds in the forest. And Brad dies Brad. much later yeah. in Raccoon City. Oh, yeah. What about you and Chris? Well, yeah. I was going to say, you and Chris and Wesker <laughs> as well. Wesker as well? Uh, oh, oh. See. <laughs> Is he dead, though? It doesn't matter if they're dead, yeah. They're yeah, dead. that's the point. The way there. you frame the question is it's how many people died inside hey, and some Guys, I got it right, okay? I got it right. Quizmaster <laughs> 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 says it's three. You let your inner DM out, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question 18. Hunk, last standing man of the USS Alpha Team, is rescued from Raccoon City by helicopter after a harrowing gauntlet known as the Fourth Survivor. What is the name of his rescuer? Oh, I know this. Mm. ADB. Hello. Mr. Extraction Point. <laughs> Close, but it's not on the postcard. Damn it. Answer card. Postcard. Adam. Yes, Adam. 
Is it something red or red something? Maybe I'm just losing my mind. Okay. Uh, no, I'm afraid not. Uh, no, I didn't think so. Okay. Any more takers? Well, I'm guessing Mr. Helicopter Pilot Man isn't going to work. Uh, well, he, has like, mean, he has like a really cool name, I think. Yeah, I he does have a really cool name. Helicopter, yeah, does. helicopter face. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Yeah, it's, it's just going to be one of those ones where I just kick myself when you say it. Same. The answer is Nighthawk. Oh, oh of course. Uh, right. Question 19. Sticking with the Shady Umbrella Corps, what is the alias of the protagonist of the game bearing that same name? Oh, sigh. Hello. 3A7. Correct. Cool, getting loads of points about RE6 and Umbrella Corps. I'm really glad we did this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really see how this is this. going, Cy. Okay, uh, final question of the first round. Uh, question 20. In the first Resident Evil live-action film adaption, which actor or actress performs the opening expository narration? Adam. ADB. Adam. Mila Jokovic. Incorrect. KDB? I didn't think it was, but... <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, is it the, it's the little girl? Is it the little girl? Uh, incorrect. Moist. <laughs> Mr. Moist. It's the guy that plays the one, isn't it? Incorrect. Ah. Erwin. Erwin. There are no Resident Evil movies. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really, really wish that was the answer, but unfortunately... I'm is it God? <laughs> I mean, they have a voice that could be comparable to. Sorry. Okay, okay. Sorry, tell us the answer. Is it no one? It's just text on a screen with no vo voiceover? No. Oh, okay. uh, incorrect. Just okay. A guess. So, uh, I mean, everyone else had a go. Jordan, do you want to guess? No. I was going to say, at this point, can we just <laughs> no. check on Jordan's, Jordan's well being? I Okay, all right, so yeah, the answer yeah, is Jason. Check on my well-being on an answer for Resident Evil, the live-action film. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Uh, oh, Jordan's dead? Oh. <laughs> okay, so the answer was Jason Isaacs. Oh, okay. oh sure. Really? Who has his name given to the character Dr. Isaacs, but not played hmm. by the same character. That's played by actor Ian Glenn. All right, so our second round is themed around YouTubers and their love of top fives. What I will do is ask for a name of five of something. The person, the first person to guess will then have to try and keep guessing. And once they run out of guesses, it's on to the next person until we reach five. You get a point per correct answer. So potentially there's a lot of room to make up, theoretically, here. Yeah? Does that make sense? No. Yes. Well, let's see how it works. Okay, right. It doesn't matter if it makes sense. So basically, like, say I ask for five of something and Sai goes, oh, I know that. They get the first answer right. They then have a free shot to get the second. But then if they get the second wrong, they're out for the round. Okay. It was some, I, was, I was watching a lot of YouTuber top fives trying to figure out quizzes for this and this kind of <laughs> boiled down. And yeah, clearly half-baked idea. But anyway, let's I'm roll. I'm into it. Let's do it. Sounds fun. I'm sounds ready fun. to just get a big, big lead now. That's okay. <laughs> oh dang! So round two. Cut off his mic. <laughs> round two. Question one. Name five members of Operation Raccoon City's eponymous USS Wolfpack. Moist. Yes. I mean Chris. And James is out. <laughs> Adam. ADB. Uh, I believe I heard Adam just for you, KDB. Go for Adam. Beltway. Right, that's one. Can you name another? 
Bertha. Um, about Wayne Bertha, that's two, yes. Yeah. Um, who's the damn night vision goggles guy? What's his name? Spectre. All right. Uh, did you say Spectre? Yes, that's one. Yep. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Um, There's you, psychic. Oh, I'm going to Oh, no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm out on three. Okay, right. That's Adam out with three. Sigh. Yeah. Four eyes. Correct. Um, Vectro? Ve- Vector. Uh, I'll I'll let that one slide in. (laughs) Just. So we've reached five. The last one was Lupo, uh, in case you're wondering. Adam got three points, which means their score is now at five. And Cy got two, so they're now at seven. So the lead is is building. Unfortunately, Jordan is currently, I feel really awful. Um, (laughs) Not alive. Jordan's asleep, I think. Okay, question two. Introduced in Resident Evil Resistance, name five new characters. Adam. Yes, Adam. Martin Sandwich. One, yeah. Uh, that's as much as I've got. I never <laughs> played that game. I didn't like it. Okay. Adam caps out one. Sight. Hmm? January. Correct. Uh, Full Samuel. names, please, Sai. So, okay, yeah. January Van Sant. So, I mean, I, I wasn't looking for the full names, but I'll I, take it. I, I couldn't tell you Samuel's surname. Uh, Tyrone? Correct. And... Is it Valerie? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the last two remaining were Becca and Daniel Fabron. Adam oh, has now nice. got an extra point, so they're at six. And Cy, uh, I mean, it's looking like quiz time for next year on them. It's now <laughs> at 11. <laughs> All right, uh, now, KDB, I want your best go on this one. Just so you Okay. All right, okay. Question three. They're iconic, they're terrifying and lethal. Name five hunter bioweapon types. KDB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hunter beta. Yeah. Hunter gamma. Yeah. Hunter R. Correct. Sweeper. Yep. And uh, uh, Hunter Moo. Yeah, oh, you see, yeah, that with that. finesse. This one, <laughs> this one was kind of a rigged deck. I'm not going to lie, because we just recently did a thing. You'll find out later. All right. Um, I mean, I was pretty behind. Proper dedications. Where's the MA one two one? Yeah, I'm amazed, I'm amazed you didn't say Go Alpha. On. Like, strip, skip straight over it. I didn't because I was. Like, I was like. Is that just yeah. Hunter or is it Hunter Alpha? And I didn't want to make a mistake. Fair Alpha so. Is so you went with everyone's favourite, the Hunter Moo. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, unfortunately, because we've, I've kind of lost track of which ones he didn't call out. So KDB, you're at seven. Congratulations. Hello. <laughs> Back right. in the game. Uh, now I'm expecting a good, clean game, folks. Question four. Often requested to return and still played throughout the fandom, can you name five of the main characters featured in Resident Evil Outbreak Files 1 and 2? Adam. Yeah. Kenneth. You're wrong, Not... sorry. No, yeah, sorry. I was I, I completely mixed up my names there, so I'm out. Okay, KDB. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard the faintest bit of KDB first. Sorry. That's fine, that's Thanks. fine. Uh... This is a bit of a left field one, but Hunk? Hunk is in Outbreak, right? 
Uh, I, the question was for the five main characters. Oh, sorry. sorry. Okay, oh. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I don't even know who the five main characters are. No, there, there are more than five. Oh, it's okay. just the top five. Oh, okay, yeah. I see. Sure. Uh, Sai, if you will, take the floor. Um, George? Yes? Uh, oh, they don't need to names. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> George Hamilton? <laughs> Much better. Make it, make, don't make it a little bit more difficult for Sire to just romp home. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Alyssa Ashcroft. Uh, correct. Uh, Mark. Just getting, a, just getting a Sherwin in there for when he, if he fails. Mark. I've remembered my my one that I misspoke as well. I won't get it, but I'll let you know when he says it. <laughs> Do I have to get the surnames on the? I think it's Mark S- S- Simmons. <laughs> I'm just making that up. I, you know what? For the, for the, I can't remember Mark's surname, so I'll allow it. Cool. Um, That's three. Um, who else we got? Cindy Lauper. Cindy. I don't know. Uh, it's not Cindy Lauper, I'm afraid. Shame. Uh, but I, I feel like, for the sake of balance, <laughs> I unfortunately cannot give you the point. Okay. You know what? That's fine. Uh, no, okay. no. So, meanwhile, uh, having said showing. Go for it. Uh, or is or is that or is that Sai not crashing out there? Yeah, yeah no, that, we're going to get Sai's crashed out with three, which okay. is still pretty good. So you've got two two up for grabs, Sherwin. Kevin Ryman. Yep. That, that was my one when That's I said it. Kenneth. Kevin. I meant Kevin. There you go. That's it. Uh, I've got to remember <laughs> the other ones now. Just say something like John or Trevor or something. It's going to be in no. there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to remember the. Um, it's the I've I've cursed myself by not knowing the surnames on two of them. Oh well. The, I got the young waitress lady, whatever that's, her that's name Cindy. That's, that's Cindy. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. Cindy's surname is still up for grabs if you can remember it. Nope. I'm not gonna get it. Okay, anyone else? Kenneth. Okay, I'm afraid you not will Kenneth into existence. Uh so we'll, we'll crash out then the remaining characters were David, whose surname I cannot remember, Jim Chapman, Cindy Lennox, Chapman. and the that was and it. I can't remember no. Yoko's surname either. So yeah, that's, Yoko, uh, I can't remember Yoko. It sounded like Yoko Suzuki or something yes, like that. Yes, I think it is. It is. You yeah. know what? I, I, you know what? No, I can't give that to Sherwin. I really want. That's to what I was trying to remember the surname, but I couldn't do it. And give it to Sherwin. I don't think it's going to change too much. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, I have to be if, honest. I'm going to give you a point because I got a game that wasn't one of the original trilogy. Right. I got it right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's more of an achievement than anything else. <laughs> uh. Final question of the the five the uh, top five round. Then uh, it can be said that Resident Evil Four is in many ways controversially evergreen, still getting re-releases even now, sixteen years on from release. Can you name KDB. five platforms? It's currently available on. Yes, KDB. I didn't, oh. <laughs> I didn't know we were coming in before the question was finished. Uh, you know, you make a good point there, Adam. Actually, it's kind of yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll let Adam have this one. Sorry, Katie. Oh, you did controversial, but you did not. You didn't let me finish the question. I, I like. I like uh, Adam's what system of breaking the system. Double answers yeah. coming in ahead of people. I knew you were this. Listen, okay. All right. anything you can do to scrape those points. <laughs> yeah. You don't need them. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say the question again. First one to jump in gets a go. I'm sorry, Adam. That's just the way it works. It's show business. Don't blame show business. Okay. I will. <laughs> Top five, question number five. It can be said that Resident Evil 4 is in many ways evergreen, still getting re-releases even now. 16 years on from release, can you name five platforms that is currently available to purchase on? KDB. Adam. KDB. 
So, Nintendo Switch, PS2, Nintendo Uh, GameCube. No. Oh. What do you mean, no? That's a good Uh, point. Currently available. Um, Adam. I can go into CEX and buy RE4 on PS2. uh, You know what? Okay, well, do, I le- do I at least get Nintendo Switch? You do get Nintendo <laughs> Switch, but GameCube and PS2, I'm sadly not. No. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> uh, Adam? Uh, Xbox One? Yep. Five? Yep. PC? Yep. Yeah. And uh, Oculus? Or does that count separately? I'm no, no, no. The they are two different distinct versions. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, sorry, KDB, you get one point and Adam gets... Fine. I feel like, I feel like I'm upsetting everybody. <laughs> no, you're not. I, I'm having a blast, honestly. Yeah, this is fun. I'm happy uh, with my one answer. Believe it or not, James, you've got two points. John's <laughs> the king of the ring right I now. Okay, Watch so... Jordan bring it back from here on out now. He's going to just destroy <laughs> me. <laughs> this this round requires a bit more preparation because uh, it, to, to just to, to include the tyrants a bit, I thought I'd reach out and ask them for a question to throw at you. And like so you. these questions are very difficulty quite wildly. So with that in mind, I'm giving double points for each one. There are ten questions. Some are really easy. Some are, if you get right, I'll be amazed. Just 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 a fair warning. This is the tyrant round. Provided by the Tyrant patrons of the First Days Ray podcast. So, so what Steve is saying quest- is, don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just the messenger. <laughs> okay. So, Tyrant question one. Luigi asked, "What colours were the spirits that protected Lisa in the portrait room in Resident Evil Remake?" ADB. Yep. Topaz. In in idiot speak, what colours? <laughs> oh God. Um, is that not what it's called? I'm probably wrong then. <laughs> I think it's like a bluey green color. Topaz. They are. They're meant to be distinct colors. Like, not, I thought not that's like... what it was called. But if that's not what it was called, Sorry. I'm going to be wrong. So don't worry. Yes, yeah, forget me. So I have no idea what the question even was or what anybody's actually been saying for oh. the last like thirty uh, seconds. N- Showing name a color. Pokemon Blue. I'm not jumping in. Just you guys carry on. I'm just saying I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> Side, do you have a potential answer for me? I do. Three answers, I uh, Purple, green, and orange. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you ha- do you know where these correspond? Or oh, jeez. We- uh, I literally played it last week, so I should know. Um, <laughs> is orange the necklace? Uh, no, that's purple. But oh. it's, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. You get the two points. It's fine. Don't no, get I think because he got that wrong that he just. <laughs> uh, right. Tyrant question two. Jimuzu James asks, what is the number that is displayed on Claire Redfield's bracelet upon her capture in Resident Evil Revelations 2? Oh my god. I am sad because my internet cut out on the one that I know the answer for. Yeah. Adam. Adam? Is it just like an upside down frowny face? (laughs) Uh, It's close, but it's not the answer. Okay. Moist. Yes, James. Six. Nine. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice. nice. No. <laughs> you get 69 bonus points for that. Thank you. Thank you. No, no more takers, no more guesses? No. Nope. Uh, the answer was two. Uh, 
Oh. Now, in what I will call the hardest question in the entire I will give a bevy of 20 points get this. <laughs> what? Oh my oh, god. It's coming in. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tarrant question three. Steph P86 asks, can you sing or hum slash whistle the complete melody of the solution for the infamous Resident Evil 3 water sample? Puzzle? ADB. Oh no, wait, sorry. Ah, uh, that's wrong. Ignore me. I yeah. thought you were going to say... No, 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 KDB, <laughs> by all means, regale us. Wait, the, the, the water puzzle... It the has water a, sample puzzle. Yeah, a, yeah, that's... Oh, God. The, yeah. Is like, it randomised? Uh, there's think, three potential answers. There's three potential yeah. answers, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I can't because it's sort of floating around in my head, but I just I jumped in because I thought, surely this is going to be the iconic... Music box. Orgle, but it wasn't. Us home. Yeah. That's why you don't jump in before the question's done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I, I still want to hear an attempt. I'm going to be honest. Uh... <laughs> uh, uh, okay, right. Five points Just to the first through. person who get, has a go. Uh, <laughs> go for it, James. Copyright, copyright issues. No, the answer is not Darude Sandstorm. Sai, I ask you in the edit to please play a correct version of the water sample music. Please say music in the loosest term. Insert do 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 here. Something like that, isn't it? And yeah. just like that, James and Sai both get five points. Hey! <laughs> Actually, I did say to the first person, so James gets that's five, fine, even though it was to yeah, Sandstorm. Yeah, that's to James. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a slightly more easy question. Uh, Tarrant question four. The Mutant Man asks, which Stars member was the first to kill a werewolf? Adam. Yes, Adam. Chris? Incorrect. Oh. At least according to what I've got here. Oh. Moise. Huh. Yes, James. No, Leon is not stars, is he? That's correct. He's not stars. <laughs> Thanks for the five points. Uh, <laughs> KDB. It, it, yeah, KDB? Is it Jill? It is indeed. And the answer in I have... Revelations. Apparently, Jill kills them in the 1998 Resident Evil magazine. Yes. Uh, oh, I okay. just looked it up. Yeah, it's yeah. The, I knew yeah, that. The Wildstorm comics. Yeah. Ah, you see, I oh. thought it was something. Sorry, just I'll quickly, take the point. That's you, two you points. Just right? looked it up, sorry. Oh, I know it was. Yeah, he's been, the yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, really far. Yeah, okay. I just looked up how to go do 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 as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't get any points for that, so we're not we're not uh. worried about that. Current <laughs> question five: Choji Akamichi asks, in multiplayer horror game sensation Dead by Daylight, how many skins does Leon have? Moist. Adam. Moist. Two. Wrecked. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was nice. Adam next. Uh, three. Incorrect. KDB. He's got a lot. Excuse me. Uh, four. That is correct. According to what I've been given, wow. he has the default skin, the Resident Evil 4 skin, a Chris skin, and a Prestige skin. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's a bit caveat if you ask me, calling Chris a skin for Leon Kennedy. I'm sure that makes lots of fans happy. Um, right. Current question six. Thrash Cricket asks, 
In Resident Evil 4, what is the reward for overcoming Salazar's right hand for Dugo? Adam. Yes, Adam. It is the middle jewel of the crown. Correct. I don't know the exact name. Uh, the, the crown jewel uh, yeah. is all it's called. You're, you're perfectly fine. I, yes. I will accept well done, that. Done. Uh, Tyrant question seven. Dimitri Orsimuth. In Resident Evil Village, in what year did Miranda's daughter, Ava, pass away, leading to her finding the oh. Mega Mutamycete? Moist. Adam. James? 2019. No, uh, no, I meant 1919. No? <laughs> See, Ad- I, I, Adam. Yeah, I, I can't give you the answer. Adam? Uh, 1876. Incorrect. The, uh, <laughs> KDB? Is it like 1904? It's really low, 1900. This one's a bit of a mess, unfortunately. Uh, I, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give no one no points. James did sort of get it right, but they said 2019. Okay. Oh, damn it! Uh, oh, okay. So, right, I'm sorry, no points. Uh, Damn, James, fair. you would have been so all very sad. That's Wait, crazy. Is the actual answer 2019? No, no the answer 19, is 1919. 19, right. oh, okay. said 2019 first. I see. <laughs> you should give him the point, though. It's crazy that yeah. he was yeah. getting well 1919. Oh, all right, James. I'll, I'll take either way. I don't mind. No, give no, him no, 50 no, no, points. Let's have him ride the next so win. win is, is, okay. is James in the running? <laughs> Uh, theoretically, if James gets every one of these questions right next, <laughs> they will be one hell of a close, a close second place. All right. Uh, saying that, KDB, if you get every one of these questions right, you win. But if Sai gets one of them right, boo. Well, don't, uh, don't foreshadow I... it like that. Now we know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. We all um, do anyway, let's face it. <laughs> wow. Tyrant question eight. Actual Resident Evil Survivor protagonist, the real Arp Thompson asks, In Infinite Darkness, what is the name of Jason's squad in Panamsta? Sorry. Eddie B. The mad Sorry. the mad dogs. It is the Mad Dogs unit. <laughs> I, I thought we I finished was first. Congratulations, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I mean, these these tyrants sent me these questions. It's only fair, you know. We've got to yeah, we've got to play it, play them out. Uh, we need a second ta- place. Yeah. Well, this fair. is true. <laughs> and if James gets them all right, he still could. <laughs> Hell, Adam could. Adam and KDB are neck and neck. Um, right. Tyrant question nine. Silek asks, how many handgun shots does it take to trigger the Del Largo attack on the dock in Resident Evil Four? Adam. Yes, Adam. Five. Incorrect. Moist. Uh James? Six. It is correct. Dang. Nice. Thanks, Adam. Gunning for second <laughs> place. Uh, okay, our final question then in the, in the quote-unquote tyrant round and the end of the quiz. Uh, Green Man, who is totally not named Phil, asks, after being infected by Nemesis at the clock tower in Resident Evil 3 original, Jill awoke to what sound? Moist. Adam. The bell tolling. You guys don't hear me when I say things. Incorrect. Showing. Uh, no, rain. no, I'm doing it in order of people who call out. That's all. Showing. I, I did, but anyway, uh, rain, rainfall. Uh, I, yeah, I, it's sort of what's on the <laughs> postcard. I'll allow it. Um, so it's the answer was falling rain. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah. after the, uh, the the somewhat tumultuous and somewhat train wrecky approach that Steve is as a quiz master, which we all agree <laughs> deserves another thirty points, but if he had them, he'd have to do this again next year, and therefore he takes it out <laughs> without. Uh, our final scores are Adam with twelve points, Jordan with a respectable zero points, <laughs> Moist Owlet with eleven, Mister KDB with twelve, Sherwin oh. Matthews with four. And our premio CEO and like leader, <laughs> yeah, well, all that stuff, the host with the most, Sai, with 18. <laughs> good effort. Me. Well done. Good, good job, Sai. Nice. Thanks. Mm. I just wanted to say, well done, Steve. That was a good quiz in there. Yeah, Thank that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, that was just awesome. To pick you up, that was a that good was, time. That was, yeah, it was fun. And, um, yeah, reaching out to the Patreon backers was, uh, was a good idea. So thank you to all of you guys yeah. for uh, sending in some questions. That was cool. Great idea. Yeah, yeah I figured, you know, my questions are cruel and unfair, so why not get some people? You could just to get them to do the work for us. Going <laughs> yeah. forward, we'll have yeah, them write everything. Yeah, you've inspired the entire next round of trivia challenge. There you go. I don't have time to write a quiz. Come on. <laughs> and now, reading the file, Ernest's diary from Resident Evil Village, The Thornton. You can find at youtube.com forward slash The Thornton. Today's the day the Charlie Merchant stops by. He always gives me old newspapers. I know Miranda forbids them, but news of the outside world is always so fascinating. It was one thing that piqued my interest in the last one. It was an article about some medicine company. I don't remember the name, but their emblem looked familiar. It was the same symbol on the giant's chalice. I'm pretty sure I saw the same one painted on the walls in the cave too. That radiating umbrella image really stands out. What's some outsider company emblem doing here? I wonder if it had anything to do with that man that stayed here all those years ago? Hmm. Nah. I'm overthinking it. So, as is the custom at First Aid Spray Towers, uh, there's <laughs> also a Choose Your Own Adventure. And uh, in this case, it's a very simple tale that I have called Choose Your Adventure, uh, sorry, Choose Your Own Adventure by Steve, age 35. Um, <laughs> I am going to say it outright here and now. I think it's a bit naff. I think it's a bit rubbish and I'm not a good writer. We'll uh, be the judge of that. Enough of the yeah. self-deprecation. We'll uh, tell you how bad it is. This is a community, this is a team <laughs> effort, so you all have to pick. It's, it's very straightforward. Uh, Can we get so, to discuss it beforehand? Uh, yes, good. and cool. right. Are we ready? We all we all good for this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Please. <laughs> right. Uh, watch me read my own typos really badly now. Um, welcome, dear adventurer. You are original character, a unique and truly special being who, for right of convenience, has a backstory so compelling that, due to the nature of this quest, we will be spending far too long going into it. You're awesome, and that's all that matters, mostly. You're also known for your very decisive decision-making, and we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> you are currently on a manhunt for a truly evil and mysterious man who is known for only two things. He's a bad poet, and there's something about fear and terror. <laughs> okay, maybe three things. He's like meant to be mega big, like a proper absolute unit, like the biggest lad you've ever seen. You're hunting the mythical beast, Jason. <laughs> Okay, with a name like that, it's rather mundane, but bear with. <laughs> and, so <our> <laughs> and so our adventure begins with you entering down the main street of a 
vicious small town. It's early evening, but where there should be revelers, the usual hustle and bustle. Instead, people move in hushed, worried tones, glancing nervously as if someone would strike at them from the dark, or at the very least, pontificate at them. As if to contrast this, you see two little businesses. One appears to be some kind of art gallery with a strange hunched figure inside, and the other a run-of-the-mill delivery company. Both are your only real course of finding out where your quarry has gone, what with the people avoiding you and whatnot. So you have to choose, do you go to the gallery or the delivery company? Well, I would assume the delivery company is going to be better with like locations and stuff because they're a delivery company. So I would say that, but obviously it's down to general consensus. Yeah, Adam, let's go with that. I mean, I was just going to go with them anyway, but yeah, that's cool. Are we sure? We're definitely going with Team Delivery Company. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're happy with that. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, just just clearing my throat. Oh, I made we made the wrong choice, guys. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, by the way, I should say this right outright: there are fail states, there are multiple endings. Um, right. The the delivery company inside it is indeed some kind of shipping and delivery firm. In contrast to the dark moodiness and solemnity of outside, the place is oddly busy and lively, with numerous workers ferrying packages back and forth, all appearing very happy. The person in charge bustles over to you with a slight spring in their step, wearing a bright high-vis and a hard hat, and a beaming smile on their face. Hey there! Looking to ship to Valenfield? Or Chambertine? Or Cleve? (laughs) Shake? We treat our work with the utmost care, like it's a heartfelt bond and a long-lasting relationship. So what do you need? As you look around, you notice there seems to be a lot of folks chatting away in little clicks, and they're not really doing that much work. The foreman begins to exist. Look, buddy, I've got work to do, so if you're not here for some shipping, I don't know what to tell you. You mull your options. Do you A, ask about Jason, or B, ask for shipping advice? (laughs) We can ask where Jason is. Yes. Yeah. I'm curious. Exactly, right? I'm curious of what this guy, who this guy ships personally, but that's fair. That's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, are we are we asking about Jason? Is that what's happening? Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me just get this to the right point because I have so many. Right. Okay. You chose to ask about Jason. Staying remarkably on tasks, the foreman frowned slightly. Clearly they wanted to go over their shipping manifest in more detail than would likely be appropriate for a choose-your-own-adventure story, <laughs> considering the short time limit. <laughs> no nonsense and to the point, eh? Fair enough. They headed to the woods. Something about a monster and a madman. Oh, and fear. Terror. There was a whole bit there, but my eyes kind of glazed over. I don't watch Star Wars. <laughs> they then get very close and whisper. We don't deliver out to those woods. Something strange is going on out there, like monsters or summer. Your eyebrow is raised, and with steadfast determination to complete your quest problem three, you head to the woods. That's right. Okay. That's good. You yeah. follow I'm streets. Excited. I'm very excited for the next Resident Evil monsters or summit. <laughs> Resident Evil Jason. Yeah, Resident Evil Jason set Jason in a Hunt. sleepy northern town. Monsters or summit. You follow street signs for a while, looking for a footpath into the woods. The locals are still scurrying away in frantic whispers. You wonder how long the light will last. The sun is setting. All this, talking to weirdos, has made you a little hungry. Threat not, however, 
You're prepared with your legally distinct for the sake of licensing, but for all intents and purposes, quavers. <laughs> they're not the best crisps, but they're yours. And they're totally not Chekhov's gun. <laughs> While numbing down, you hear a whirling, droning thud from the sky, seeing what appears to be some kind of helicopter with massive tanks on its undercarriage flying above you. Almost, instinct <clears throat> almost instinctively, you chase after it as fast as you can. A moment passes, and you see it coming to a hover pattern. All of a sudden, whoosh! It drops one of its tanks. With a crowd, with a loud crack, you feel the earth vibrate around you. This is a jarring tonal shift, you say to yourself. <laughs> right, we're almost to the actual point where this catches up. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm... Oh, I'm enjoying it. I'm amazed yeah, our character, yeah, good, yeah. considering our character was written by you, I'm amazed they don't just subsist on energy drinks, but favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Off-brand ones at that. Yeah. <laughs> Upon catching up to the landing zone of the strange tank, you see that it has landed in the entryway to the woods. In the, huge, in the distance, there is a huge silhouette charging off into the horizon. You don't know what it is, but you feel it is hunting the same problem you are. You decide how best to give chase. Do you A, stealthily shadow it from behind to observe it, or B, sprint into the underbrush to try and get ahead of it? Sprint, sprint, sprint. Yeah, sprint, do it. Oh, you want us to die? Let's get into action. No, I want to jump it's, on his yeah, shoulder. Let me do a trick question. Blaster thing, don't <laughs> wait, 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 so are we, are, we sprinting after, are we sprinting ahead of it, or are we going behind Heck it? Heck yes. We'll sprint. <laughs> okay. You chose to sprint into the underbrush. In, the, in an attempt to get around it, you've barreled deep into the wood without a map or sense. Frantically, you push ahead, hoping to find your, um, your target, your quarry, Jason. Sorry, there's a typo in here. I just... Um, before too long, you stumble into a clearing illuminated by floodlights. Strange humanoids mill around the place, chanting some unrecognizable language. They appear to be mostly human, but covered in some glowing gel that has distorted their flesh into something other. Oh no, they've seen you. And what's worse, the big humanoid has followed you. The weird gel monsters charge at you both. Do you A, fight the monsters, or B, flee deeper into the wood? Did, did you say gel monster? Gel monsters, yeah. They're covered in some kind of glowing gel. Oh, it's Real radox. Cream. It's definitely radox. Is it like <laughs> they're covered in Lynx Africa? That sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's neon glow-in-the-dark gel. It's uh, Sillet Bang. So did, are you fighting the monsters or are you fleeing deeper into the wood? Do we, we have any weapons really? or anything like that? Yeah. I'm guessing not. We just need our fists. That's all we need. Our fists and our shoes. What What did we yeah. roll for our strength and our constitution? We got knees, elbows. <laughs> I'm afraid this is a case of yes or no choices. You know, do you fight or do you flee? Yes, I kill the monster. Yeah, yeah, we fight. Right. All right, we fight. Okay, you chose to fight. With remarkable skill and talent, you check your pockets yes. for any viable. Sorry, you check your pockets for any viable weaponry. You find an abundance of loose change and a half-eaten crisp packet. Uh -oh. Not to be outdone, you throw your currency as though it was a ninja shuriken. It works as well as you would expect. You do manage to get one of the monsters in an eye, though. So bully for you, eh? With little hope left, <laughs> with little hope left, you get ready to go hand to hand when the giant behind you roars. It starts to move extremely fast, punching and smashing the smaller monsters to messy pulps of human and glowing goo. It then turns its head to you, cracks its neck, and runs towards you. Do you a fight or b flee? We fight, right? We fight. You want to fight the fight. you want to fight the big monster. I sure? think we should run away because that's. I think we should. I'm team run away as well. 
I think Team Coward. So are we Team Coward or are we Team Fight? Just, just clarifying this one. Well, I'm Team Brave, but you know, we're Team Coward. Coward. For the sake of flavor text, we'll fight first. You chose to fight. Almost instantly, the beast is upon you. Before you can react, it has grabbed you by the skull, and the last thing you hear is your own brain coming out of your ears. No you died. Way. You try to take on a giant fedora mutant man with 50p and half a pack of quavers. Try running next time. <laughs> well, I, just, I just need to run back and get my souls. It's fine. Yeah. Now that's wide back, and it turns out you actually flee deeper into the wood. You run as fast as you can, smashing through, bounces, uh, smashing through branches and bounding off trees until hopefully the only footsteps you hear are your own. Your heartbeat is so loud, flipping your ear, you worry it might give you away. Fortunately, they've either lost interest or you've lost them. Either way, you'll be fine for now. You give yourself a moment to pause and look up. The moon is high in the sky. The night has set in, and taking stock, you realize just how dark it is getting. It is then you notice, right at your feet, a pair of night vision goggles. They appear to work Ooh. and have a cute little tag on them. Fear, cross terror, isn't edgy, love mum. <laughs> it seems your quarry has been here or at the very least their mother a clue perhaps either way they should come in handy looking forward however you see through the wood only two paths one is dimly lit almost hazy by candles upon the ground the other is much brighter almost cartoonishly so with what appears to be running water alongside with a massive glow you feel a tonal shift is coming do you take A, the candle-lit path, or B, the cartoonishly bright path? I will take the romantic path. <laughs> but that's, you know, this is the democracy. Hero, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, why not? I agree with that. Let's. let's, let's... Yeah, ambiance is, you know, important. Yeah. So. The okay. candle-lit path, yeah? Yes, sexy path is when, yeah. <laughs> okay. The candles, being your only illumination, do little to relax you. Your senses have become odd. You're not sure what it is happening around you, but something feels dark, primordially evil. After four... Bleh, speak, speak words, Steve, do good. Yes, that's not in the script. After walking for what feels like forever, your vision begins to fade. You feel the wooden path beneath you fade away and become rust and metal. With a slow but threatening pulse, your vision blurs, and then snap, you're now in an elsewhere world. A strange, twisted energy in the sky. Everything feels edgier. Which is saying something, considering you've already seen glow-in-the-dark monster people, but say la vie. A voice rings out. You there. You're not supposed to be here. Whatever realm you've walked in from, you should turn back. Oh no. You've crossed over. At your feet lies the ruined remains of what resembles a policeman's body. Giant holes pushed through the chest. You hear very, very heavy footsteps. Do you A, investigate the body, or B, run? <laughs> we about to if he's a policeman. Are we about to meet He might Pyramid have head? weaponry or something. Was... <laughs> yeah, uh, I agree you... with that. I think we should uh, examine this course. Investigate. Mm. You want to investigate the body? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Wait, no. Uh, did everyone surprised... say run? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I uh, you chose to investigate the body. You're surprised you didn't notice it before. Why, it's only gone and been uh, blooming Leon Kennedy in it. It must be said, however, <laughs> he's much worse for wear. You search, his belonging, or you search his belongings and find a great many things. A lighter, a toolbox, a piece of expired cake, 
an empty medical kit. With these new boons, you are likely to encounter a camping serial killer. If only dawns on you, this was a trap. Within seconds, what can only be described as a speed-walking masked loon in a boil suit sets themselves <laughs> upon you. You never stood a chance. Within seconds, they overcome you, knocking you down and then hoist you onto some horrible device. Nice. Your last moments have you trying in vain to resist a hook being pushed into your chest. You're doing great on the... <clears throat> You're doing great on the skill checks, but sadly, no help came. You are dead by daylight. <laughs> Congratulations, you got the dead by daylight ending. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, there are more endings. There is a, a much more expanded path, but I think you did. I think I what think... we'll probably do is release the full document. On... <laughs> I mean, we've got a website, yeah. right? So we may as well put the whole thing up for people to <laughs> do their own adventure now. If that's uh, right, you, Steve. It, yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you and then you can take a look and tidy it up. It's a bit of a text mess at the moment. That's all right. We'll figure it out. Right yeah, that was good. There was like a good version of uh, Can You Survive the Undertaker? It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So uh, if you're listening to this episode uh, upon release, you can head over to fasprayPod.com now. Do your own version of this Choose Your Own Adventure. So there you go. The marvels of technology, eh? Uh, well done, Steve. I enjoyed that. Well yeah, done, Steve. Thanks, good. Steve. Lots yeah, of uh, effort went into that. Good job. Oh. Well, you know, for my first Choose Your Own Adventure novel, I thought I would give myself an A plus for <laughs> effort, if not for execution. Um, so I thank you all for enjoying it. <laughs> all right. Well, nothing else remains for me but to thank our contributors. If you'd like to be part of the show, then please look into auditioning for our file readings. Join the Discord server to get in touch with members of the team and our community, discuss Resident Evil with us and other fans, and listen to the podcast live as it's recorded. You can find a link to the server, as well as our Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, and more at fasprayPod.com. You can also find the podcast on YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, and iTunes. And if you enjoy the show, please do leave us a review where you can. It helps spread the word. You can also support the show by picking up some merch or at patreon.com forward slash fasprayPod for as little as $1 a month. That closes up the third year of First Aid Spray, but fear not, season four is just around the corner with yet more profile episodes, book club episodes, our coverage of any brand new releases, as well as classic games both celebrated and maligned, and plenty of other surprises along the way. Starting, of course, with a return to film club with our immediate reactions to the first new Resident Evil live-action film in over five years, Welcome to Raccoon City. Thank you to the panel. You can follow all the Pueblo people individually. I'm at Siniac underscore one, two, three. Steve is at FB Steve with Taken. Jordan is at Box 64 Sherwin is at Sherwin's Agenda. Adam is at AdVicar01. James is at MoistOwler OFF. And Kelsey is at K underscore D underscore B underscore. And finally, thank you for listening and have a good week. That's the news, so let's roll into the main topic of this episode, which is Trivia Challenge Round 3. Cool. That's going to be fun <laughs> to edit. What? <laughs> I'm surprised we're not touching on the uh, Welcome to Raccoon City stuff. I mean, we're co- I've just figured we'd keep it light. We're covering it on the next episode. So Yeah. yeah. Mm.
Cool. There's uh, trailers. You got, you got my hopes yeah. up for a second. I thought like we were going to do the trivia again, and I might get a chance. I feel awful about that. Like I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, what is for what is worth? I did know some of the answers. I just wasn't fast enough on the the whole thing. <laughs> I was I was hoping at one point, Steve, you would just sort of turn around and just say, "All right, Jordan, for twelve points, spell Resident <laughs> Evil." <laughs> I mean, the quiz is over and done with. But Jordan, if you want to go for it, I can change. The <laughs> I'll get it wrong, Jordan. <laughs> it, there's an R. <laughs> There's at least one E. I know it. <laughs> Correct. Twelve points. Uh, he's on the board, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I can't I'll... be first, but I can be last. 